Welcome to the School of Greatness, Episode 9 with Drew Canoli. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes. I'm an author, lifestyle entrepreneur, former pro athlete, and world record holder in football. My goal with the School of Greatness is to share with you stories from the most inspiring business minds, world-class athletes, and influential celebrities on the planet to find out what makes great people great. So please leave us a review on iTunes and join us on the web at schoolofgreatness.com to be notified of each episode when it comes out. Now let's get after it. Hey, what's up, everyone, and thanks for taking a few moments of your day to spend it with me and our next guest, Drew Canoli. Now, before I introduce Drew and talk a little bit about him, just want to give a quick shout out to a few people who have been leaving some awesome reviews. We see tons of reviews coming in every single week over on iTunes. And uh, who did I just see recently? I saw a couple awesome people. I saw Kevin DeSilva wrote something really nice and also Vance G., There's lots of other people that have been writing in, so I appreciate you guys' feedback, appreciate your reviews, your comments, uh, and all the messages you've been sending me online about this podcast. It's been a lot of fun, and it's my goal to continue bringing amazing guests to you each and every week. Now, let's get into my next guest. Drew Canoli is a guy that I met a couple years ago that has been taking over the world with his message. And it's extremely inspiring for me. I've been friends with him for a couple years on Facebook. So I've seen his growth. I've seen what he's been doing. And I just want to share a little bit about who he is so you get an idea of what we're going to be talking about. Now, Drew is a nutrition specialist. He's, so he's transformation specialist and a national spokesperson for the benefits of juicing vegetables for health and vitality. He is the founder of fitlife.tv, where he shares educational, inspirational, and entertaining videos and articles about health, fitness, healing, and longevity. Now, his transformation clients include celebrities, entrepreneurs, CEOs, authors, and personal development gurus. He's also an amazingly best-selling author, and I'm actually looking at his Amazon page right now on amazon.com. You can do Drew-Cannoli. You'll see it. I'll have it linked up here in the show notes on the blog. But he's got one book on here on Amazon called Juicing Recipes from FitLife.TV. And it's got over 430 reviews. And they're all four and a half, five-star reviews. So it's very powerful. The engagement that he gets from his community. I think he has close to 400,000 Facebook fans and they are the most active fans I've ever seen from anyone's fan page in anyone's community. It's pretty cool to see the transformation that people are having physically and emotionally and inside and outside once they go through Drew's program and Drew's education and Drew's teaching. So I'm excited to share with you this interview because I was uh, a little bit overweight actually a couple of years ago. And I love my sweets. I could eat candy bars and cakes and chocolate and ice cream for days and nights and never get tired. And after I, after I retired playing football, I continued with my appetite. My eating habits continued. 
And I, I, I started having, I kept having milkshakes at 3 a.m. before I go to bed. That's probably not the best way to, to stay in shape, no matter how much you're training. And it wasn't until about a year and a half ago where I started to really transform the way I think about the foods and the things I'm putting inside my body. I started cutting back on sugar a lot. I started cutting back on gluten to just try some different things to see how it would affect my body. And I remember when I started juicing, I started doing about a green juice every single day. And my good friend, James Wedmore, somehow convinced me to try a juice because I was terrified to try one. I was, I'm pretty much a baby when it comes to trying new foods. I like what I like and I'm pretty much it's, it's really hard to get me to try something new. And when you do, it, you, should, you should receive an award because it's, it's nearly impossible. However, once I start to come around a little bit, if I try a little bit and it doesn't kill me, maybe I'll try it again and then eventually I'll start to become a believer. And I remember I had my first juice with James Wedmore. I think I was uh, in uh, somewhere in Southern California, but I forget exactly where. It wasn't Newport Beach, but something like that. Somewhere on the beach. He gave me it, I drank it, and I was like, you know what? I gave the sour, nasty face right when I had my first sip, and then I, uh, I finished the whole thing kind of regrettingly, realizing that it didn't kill me, and I was like, hmm, I could kind of get into this. If it had the right you know, taste and flavor and everything like that, I could get into it. And now I pretty much have a green juice every single day, and I have so much energy. I have so much focus. I have so much clarity. I feel better. I, uh, you know, my skin looks better. Everything feels better in general. So I thought it'd be interesting to come on, let, let Drew come on and talk about his experience, what he talks about, the mindset type of things for what you put in your body, but also what you think. So it's not just about the physical things you put inside your body. It's the, uh, the emotional and mental things that you think of and put inside your body as well. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with my good man, Drew Canoli. What's up, everyone? And thanks again for being on here with the School of the Greatness. I've got a cool guy that I'm really interested to uh, introduce you to. His name is Drew Canoli. And I met Drew, I think it was two years ago, at some type of online marketing mastermind in San Diego. I believe it was San Diego, some outdoor restaurant. I can't remember. But I remember meeting you, and my business partner, Sean, was saying, this Drew Canoli guy, he's like this new guy in the scene. We should get to know him. He like lost all this weight. I saw all these pictures about how he's been juicing. And I was just getting into juicing at the time. And I remember asking you a few questions about it. And you're giving me all this insight about how it gives you so much energy and uh, you know, just it makes you more powerful, more focused. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna start juicing full time now. And I've been doing it ever since, and I feel amazing. So thought I'd bring Drew on to introduce you guys. Thanks for coming on, Drew. <laughs> Thanks for having me here, my man. And you feel amazing, but you look amazing too. I remember last yes. time I saw you, and and it's the the contrast is incredible, and that's what inspires me is transformation. And you've had yeah. a transformation. I mean, you look you look incredible. Six foot four, what two hundred and twenty? Two twenty, about two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, it fluctuates a little bit, but I try to stay you, under two twenty now. And you started at what two fifty? Two fifty five, somewhere around two fifty five. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible, dude. Thanks, like, absolutely amazing. Hats off to you being transformed. That's that's awesome. Thanks, man. Now you are right now in the last couple of years, you've come a far way away. But what were you doing before you got into Fit Life TV and before you came on to the uh, yeah. transformation coach and the juicing and all this type of stuff? What were you doing before? 
so I was in. Um, it, it started, you know, right after right after college. I went to Michigan up in. Uh, oh, it's too bad. Uh, way, way up north, you know. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Buckeye fan. I'm from. Ohio, oh, you are. So all right, it's, all it's right. too bad. Okay. So going there, and then um, I'm like, you know what? I got to get out of the the gray skies. Eight months out of the year, so I moved down to Florida, and I started my own companies, uh, Waterfield Credit and Eat My Debt. So I was in credit and finance, and I I loved helping people, but I didn't like the medium. You know, it's credit and finance. I'm right. like, this is boring stuff. And then I started to kind of art, you know, as an architect of like your life and your dreams and your goals and your aspirations and everything that you want to do. I started to think like, what if, what would I do in my ideal day? Mm. Like, and one of my questions was, you know, when I walk into the bookstore, what are some of the first books that I pick up? What do I love reading? Yeah. So that if it was my job and I learned this every single day, then I can continue to learn it over and over and over. Right. And that was the whole mindset fitness stuff. So I started that and I'm like, you know what? I was surrounded by a group of friends. They were all internet marketers. You know some of them, yeah. you know, Nathan Jerwitz, Preston Ely, all those guys over there. And it's real easy to get stuck in your life if you're constantly surrounded by the same thing. Right. So I was like, in order to change my life, I have to change my environment. Mm. So I'm like, if I could live anywhere, where would I live? Which is a very powerful question. Right. And that was, well, what about San Diego? You know, San Diego is like heaven on earth. <laughs> so I, I flew out here, had all my stuff shipped, didn't really know a soul. And um, I, I, for six months, I meditated on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to impact people wow. in this life. And then Fit Life TV came to me and I'm like, this is amazing. Now I wake up every morning and I'm like, I'm so glad I made that move and decision to break free from what I thought was my life to really create the life and the goals and the dreams of everything that I have. And that's where I am today, dude. Like we've blown up because of that. It's amazing. It's amazing. You've got a huge audience yeah. online. You've got tons of testimonials. People are clinging on to every word you say now because of the results they're getting. And it's, uh, it's amazing to see what you've created. So as a, uh, as a coach, as a transformational coach, because I really consider you as more of a uh, total body and mind transformational coach, more than a juicing guy. And I'm, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you'd like to you know, feel that way also. Um, a lot of people want to transform their appearance. They want to transform the outside, transform the outside appearance, how they physically look, because that's usually what uh, the goal is, to transform that. But with your philosophy, it's about transforming the inside out and starting with the to identify of a, of a person, right? So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I love this. I can tell like you've been following us for a while based on these questions, and, and that's cool, man. Um, it, it all starts with your identity. And you've probably heard me talk about this before, but it's combining your why mm. with your identity. Mm. See, most people have this identity built up in their head, and that identity is based on the limiting beliefs, the past, all the experiences, relationships, events, circumstances, everything that's happened to them. It's formed who they are, not from a standpoint of I've created this, right? right. So when, when we do the identity process, and this is the first step in every transformation that we ever do. Um, that we, you know, when I first started Fit Life, I traveled out to Kent Clothier. He was my first client. I don't know if you know Kent. Yeah. But I sat with him in Florida, and I said, Kent, why do you want to do this? And you know, it, most people come up with the answer of, you know, I want to have a six pack. I want to be in great right. shape. Right. But if you really want to have a six pack. Yeah, exactly. You know, I want to look good because if I look good, I'm going to feel good. But if you really get to the bottom of it, there's something more in everyone, mm. and that doing something great rests in the identity. Mm. So it's a why that makes you cry. It's something that you wake up in the morning and it's so powerful that it springboards you out of bed and you take massive action 
and you start doing what you love to do because that's who you are. So we do this process. Um, It's a series of questions. You know, one is, you know, why do you want to do it? And we've had some very powerful whys, like people that really are are catalysts for change in this entire world. And that's what I love hearing, you know, and and it could be maybe a house mom that's listening to the show right now. And she's like, you know, I want to take better care of my kids. You know, I want to put more time and energy into them that I haven't been doing. So I got to take care of my body to do that, right? That's part of the why too. And many of the cases that we've done. So it's why do you want to do it? And we, we like to measure everything. Like, I mean, you're an athlete, you know, professional athlete. So you know that everything's all about measuring. Oh, yeah. So in, in measuring the transformation process, we've set up a 90-day protocol. Mm. So in 90 days, what does your transformation look like on the outside? What do, what do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? Like on the very cellular level, what do you want every cell in your body to feel like? Mm. And then what do you want to hear from your friends? So what, what's everybody saying to you, right? That's good. Yeah. So it's, it's that process that we go through. We videotape it. So it's like a documentary. Wow. And then they share it with everybody they know because the power comes in sharing. And whatever, whatever story that you've had in the past, whatever creation that you've you know, somehow turned into this vicious circle of what you think your identity is but it's really not, kind of fades away to the native nothingness. Mm. And then you're able to break free from that. And then you have the physical transformation because you've already went there in the mind. Now, it's brilliant for a couple of reasons. One, because it helps people stay accountable and get results because they know a 90-day window, I've got to get these things done every day. And if this is the result I want, this is what I have to do. And I have to film it at the end. So I have to make sure that I don't want to be embarrassed by my friends when I share it. And the (laughs) the second aspect is sharing it and having these huge transformations than them sharing it on Facebook or Twitter. And from a marketing, you know, genius standpoint, that's probably how you're getting so much more leads, traffic, and sales, and customers, and, and uh, raving fans by all those individuals sharing it, I'm assuming. Yeah, and it's and you just said it because you could have a million-dollar marketing budget. You could be running you know, traffic, Facebook, YouTube, all these other social media engines. But if you have one really good story, yeah. that story is going to spread naturally, and that's what becomes viral. You know, All these stories, we post one transformation a day, at least that's our goal, of – people that have had amazing situations and circumstances that they were able to break free from. And then people relate to that and they share it. And then they become involved in the transformation process. And, and that's really how the movement has, has grown so quickly. That's amazing. You know, just hearing this it makes me think of the video I saw like in the last couple months where some out of shape guy with like crutches, crutches. Yeah, 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 was like doing some yoga thing or whatever. And I was just like, and everyone was sharing it because of the transformation. So the bigger the transformation, the more viral it becomes, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, let's, I don't know if you still have your green juice, but let's, I do. Let's, yeah. Cheers. Let's cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this, but, um, one thing we're getting into is glass straws. Wow. You hear that? I so if you're going to juice, you might as well drink out of a glass straw, right? You know, it's interesting. I drink out of I mean, plastic bottles. I think a lot of people struggle with like being so <laughs> pure about the juice. And then others are like, well, I don't want to schlep glass around all day. So it's like I think it's a, <laughs> it's like I'm trying to do the best I can with at least a plastic bottle of green juice, you know. Those are – is that a Blueprint? That's a good company. Yeah. I just try to buy like 10 at a time and have them in the in my house because they last more than like three days, yeah. like normal, you know, normal juice. So Yeah, cold pressed. Yeah. 
It's great. It tastes good too, man. I would never, like a year ago, a year and a half ago, I never thought about drinking green juice. I thought it'd be disgusting, but it's like, I have to have one now. It's amazing. Well, so, your skin, your skin glows. You have more energy. You have more mental clarity. And, and it's all because you're, you know, most people aren't starving in America. You know, the obesity right, epidemic, right. they're just starving for nutrients. Mm. And when they get the nutrients, then they eat less naturally and they get their ideal body that they're looking for. So green juice helps with that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so how much of an impact does what we consume have in what we think, feel and do since we're talking about this? Like consume as far as consuming, because there's different ways that I look at consumption and you probably do as well. Mm. One is from a very physical standpoint, like yeah. what am I eating? And then the other one is even more important. It's what type of thoughts am I consuming? Let's go over eating first and then we'll cover thoughts. All right, cool. So it depends. You know, one of the things that I've realized is that no diet works for every single person. Right. Okay. So we, I like to throw diet right out the window. First of all, diet is the root word of diet anyway. So it shouldn't even exist. It's a lifestyle change. It's a transformation from within. So what we like to do in the beginning of our transformation process is we look at uh, – different things. One is metabolic typing. So we try to understand the way that your body breaks down food as compared to somebody from India. You know, there's a good chance that your ancestry, you're probably eating different types of food. So once we can figure out what that is, then we can kind of plan for your consumption in regards to that. Mm. And getting back to the ancient foods that your ancestors ate, not all this processed you know, stuff where you look at the back of the package and it looks like a chemical, you know, crap storm of ingredients. <laughs> it's not good for anyone, right? Right, right. So that's kind of the way we look at consumption. You know, we don't subscribe to any particular paleo diet or vegan diet or vegetarian or drucan diet or the Ducan diet, whatever it may be. Um, it's just all individual and it's what works for you. And um, we've gotten real good at figuring out what works for somebody on the individual level to create the greatest change. And we've seen that over and over in the transformation picks. Do you put people through the whole wellness FX uh, where they get their blood drawn and their, you know, their different testing of their body type so they know what nutrients they're missing out on or what's that like? We, we do for our really high-end clients. Yeah. You know, I said I fly out to their house and you know, we look at their DNA, we look at their blood, we look at their stress, we look at parasites, we look at the stool. You know, so you're right. We do all the in-depth tests when it's a one-on-one level. Right. But how do you do that for the average Jane or Joe that's right. sitting in Nebraska that doesn't have 10 or 25 grand to fly me out to their house? Sure. You know, <laughs> so we have a, a quiz in place that tests them based on questions. And then we do some guesswork plus science to really figure out what works for them. And it And it works like that, yeah. But that's a great question. And they're really good tests. I mean, Wellness FX is a great company. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies 
like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. I'm, I've been wanting to do that for a while, so I'm going to have to go in there and do it since I think there's one here in LA. So let's talk about um, the impact of what we consume mentally or emotionally and how that has on what we think, feel, and do. Well, I know from following you that you're a huge proponent of this too, and you're a total mindset guy. So yep. we speak the same language on this. Yep. And one of the biggest things that you're probably a proponent in, and I think I've heard you talk about this before, is kind of standing portal at the door of thought and not letting anything that's going to influence your mental paradigm throughout the day or like control you, right? Because there's a lot of con controlling stuff out there. Yeah. The news, you know, shutting off the news, um, shutting off food. For thought that's not good for you that's going to pump you up full of negativity increase your cortisol levels which cortisol is that stress hormone that causes your body to to harbor it like a bacon sweater on a hot august night <laughs> you know you don't want to be holding on to all that so minimizing the stress consuming good thoughts uh, meditating we're huge proponents of that um, and, and checking into yourself and giving to yourself a lot of people are afraid to give to themselves because they're so busy they feel like they're on this grand mission of being a hero or a heroine and they're out here to save everyone else, but yet they can't save themselves. Mm. So, you know, setting up certain time, you know, a morning ritual, an evening ritual, things that you do every single day that are going to catapult your overall success right? in that particular dimension. Interesting. <clears throat> well, that goes into my next question, which is a popular video we have is about growth versus fixed mindset. So what exactly is the difference and how, come, how can someone develop or start to develop the growth mindset? Yeah, I, I think the growth mindset all comes from, you know, if I was to look back at my life and when I was in that very fixed place, when I was doing the same thing over and over every single day and nothing was a challenge, nothing was hard and I became complacent. 
that was like my fixed mindset. It was easy. I was getting recognized. You know, I was on NBC, all these TV shows talking about finance and debt, helping all these people. But yet it wasn't a challenge, right? I didn't have any grand uh, movement or any inspiration that really made a difference in somebody's life. You know, I was just helping them with their debt. So I'm like, what could I do if, if, if I was really creating an impact in somebody on the individual level? So, so much so that it started this movement. Um, and that was a, a very growing question because it, mm. it was scary. You know, there was a lot of fear involved in it. There's fear in moving all the way across the country and not knowing anyone. Right. So that's a growth mindset question as opposed to sticking with something just because it's easy. You know, it's easy for you and you and me, guys like us, it's easy to look good. Everything we do, everything we try, you know, we basically are successful at it, right? Because right, right. we have that mindset. Mm -hmm. But what it took to get here, nobody sees. Like it took a lot of those growth mindset questions that we ask ourselves every single day. Mm -hmm. But nobody sees that. People see us and sometimes they instantly judge us. They're like, oh, yeah, they were genetically gifted. It's easy for right. guys like this. Right. You know. I hear you, man. It's tough to look good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> now, now on a, on a more serious note, we're talking about challenge a little bit here and struggle. So I want to know what's the purpose of challenge and struggle in someone's life. And I want to know based on an experience you had, which is a, a personal one where you, yeah. men you mentioned how you were, you were abused as a kid. And you talk about the day when you forgave your father and the biggest shift it gave you in your life. So can you talk about maybe the challenge and struggle people face in life, why it's necessary, or what the purpose of it is, and uh, how you were able to overcome that shift in your life when that happened to you? Yeah, I, um, so we're going to rewind it back some okay. years. You know, when I, was first, when I first came into this life, uh, <clears throat> I was abused and basically you know, tortured. If I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, my biological dad would put cigarettes out on my head. Mm. And that's never any way for, and there was all kinds of other stuff. And that's never a way for a kid to come into this world. Right. But yet we have an option, you know, we can choose belief systems and that's what I've learned. And, and, uh, at a very young age, I knew that I could have, I could make a choice to live my life in fear in regret and being angry at the world, angry at my dad for doing this to me and just live that way. And, and many people do it. I mean, more people live that way than they do the other way. And that is taking control of it and, you know, empowering yourself. Right. So at the age of six, I was, you know, basically adopted an ama amazing family, Jeff and Connie Kenobi <clears throat> in Michigan. They're like the greatest people on the planet. They're my adopted parents. Mm. And I'm praying one night and I'm praying for my grandma, my grandpa, you know, the goldfish, the hamster, everything <laughs> like a seven or a six year old prays for and then I, I said something really powerful. And I said, dear God, please forgive my father for everything that he did to me um, and just let him live a good life. And it was like those types of thoughts, that prayer that not only probably helped him, you know, on a very subconscious level, right. but it actually freed me to live my life. I mean, granted, I still had, you know, ego issues and, you know, the fear of being loved throughout much of my adult life. So I had to show I had to get the world to love me. It was like one of the big stories that I told myself because I wasn't loved as a kid. Right. So this the next breakthrough came when I was 27 and I went to a program called Landmark. Have you ever been to Landmark? I've never been. But my mom's been a ton yeah. of times. Yeah. 
Landmark, it's a leadership program. And, and when I went to Landmark, I told the whole story to the leader that was teaching the, the Landmark Forum. And she goes, Drew, she's from Australia. So she's like, Drew, she's like, you know, I think it's great what you've done and all. Like, you totally forgave your father. Like, that's really <laughs> awesome. But what if you thanked your father for bringing you into this world? Mm. And I was like, wow, that's a step higher than forgiveness even. You know, one, forgiveness can kind of be a, like a, it's almost like something you do for yourself. Right. It can be kind of selfish if you look at it a certain way. And it's, trust me when I say this, forgiveness is an amazing thing to do and everybody should do it. But the next step is to totally forget the story. You just have to see it for what it is. And that's one thing that I took away from that. Like, that's just what it is. I mean, lots of kids were abused. And there's people that have came into this experience in a lot worse situations than I ever went through. Mm-hmm. So now that I see it that way, it's much more empowering. Right. But it also, because I went through that, and we talk about challenges and how it helps you grow, because I went through that, I can relate to, you know, the younger generation today and people that have went through challenging situations like this and really be a listening ear and then help guide them in the direction of forgiveness and really living their authentic life from a higher self standpoint instead of being trapped where they are. Right. Right. It's amazing, man. It's really powerful. What, um, what about, what's your thoughts on facing fear and failure? My, my thoughts on facing fear. Yeah. What are your thoughts on fear and kind of just facing failure when a lot of people fail all the time? I'm I'm sure you fail all the time. I know I fail all the time. A lot of things that I do, what is uh, your thoughts on facing having to deal with fear constantly? Yeah, um, with different things and also failure. Well, I love fear, and I'm going to use like an old analogy, but just because you know, as a kid, I was taught this. But uh, fear is just false evidence appearing real, right? So it's it's how much energy you give that fear that plays a role. So I use it as an indicator and I'm sure you do the same thing is like when you start feeling fear, that's a good time to make bold, decisive action in the direction of the fear, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Cause on the other side of fear is opportunity. So it's just all about how you look at it. And, and I love it. Like if I'm afraid of something, I'll be the first person to like, you know, if I walk into a room and you know, there's somebody has a question in the audience. I'll be the first one to stand up and go up on stage. And, and I know you're similar to that as well, but like whatever we're afraid of, we have to push ourselves every single day to beat down that fear over exactly. and over and over. To overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about ha- habits. Cause I'm a big fan of <clears throat> creating powerful habits and being disciplined in my life in order to get the results yeah. I want. So a large audience, a large part of my audience are entrepreneurs, small business owners, and um, you're an entrepreneur yourself. So what are the most important habits that we need to be creating to be more successful as an entrepreneur uh, in our life? I think I'm going to go out on a limb here, but a lot of people call me obsessed. They're like, Drew, you're obsessed. You're, you have this obsessive mentality. Like you're work, constantly working. You're, you're determined. Like a lot of times when my friends, you know, on the weekend, they'll go out and they'll drink and they'll do all this other stuff. And and more often than not, I'll be the one to like say, yo, I got to stick to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm constantly thinking about the bigger vision. Uh-huh. So I think a really good quality is to actually obsess over our work. Um, you know, Mae Desmond, she works at FitLife too. And, and one thing she was cracking up this morning, she went across the street to get coffee at this 
Lucky's, this local like coffee restaurant right next to my house. She's in there and the guy goes, hey, you know, you're, you're back from the weekend. And she, was, she went up to San Francisco for the weekend, did the whole wine country and everything else. And May said to the guy, she's like, yeah, I, I did all that, but I'm grateful and I'm pumped up to be back at work. Right. right? Interesting. And uh, the guy's like, he flipped his lid. He's like, what? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Is Fit Life TV a cult? Like, what's <laughs> happening? But uh, when, you, when you are enrolled in a movement like this and you're so pumped up and you're helping people and you have all these affirmations coming in from the universe showing you like that you're changing people's lives, yeah. like that's a good thing to be obsessive about, sure. right? Yeah. But, but people come up to me all the time and they're like, you know what? You need to take a vacation. <laughs> you need to take a week or two off. You know, take a break. You know, settle down. You know, you don't need to be doing this. But then when you look at it more often than not, those are people that are afraid of your own light. Yeah. And they don't have that light as much inside of them, so they want to retain it. They want to hold you back. Yeah, and so you, I, taking a, a, you taking a vacation for two weeks would probably drive you insane because you'd be like, oh, I feel like I want to get back into what I'm loving because it's, yeah. it's, it's giving me energy. It's giving me the things I want. Uh, life, you know. yeah, you've done this, and I've done it too, but you set your life up like a vacation. It's it, man. Every you day is a Friday. Yeah, you don't do anything you don't like to do. Exactly. And that's the greatest thing about life. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about uh, what about the habits we should be breaking? So uh, I'm all about forming great habits, but what should people be breaking? And you kind of mentioned a little bit of it so far, but yeah. what other stuff? So so one of the biggest things that, you know, working with transformation clients, a lot of my clients are probably similar to your the people that listen to this. They're entrepreneurs, they're highly successful. They're firing on all cylinders, but yet there's one cylinder that not work that's not working for them, it's their health. They've kind of taken a break on it, they've given up over time, different things like that. And now they realize that it's time to take massive action. Well, one of the biggest habits that I hear over and over and over again from these entrepreneurs, and it's something so simple and it'll radically change your life. And I know you don't do this, but more often than not, these guys will wake up and the first thing they do in the morning is they get immediately on their computer yeah. and they start checking their emails. Yeah. Terrible habit. <laughs> that's like. I do it on my phone sometimes. <laughs> sometimes that's I do one, that. That's one of the worst things that you can do. Yeah, it's bad. Because what happens is, is, and I have this device, I'll show it to you. I wish people could see this. But um, I test myself with this every day. We're all about testing. Uh -huh. You got to order one of these. I'll have them send one to you. Yeah. But it's called the Tinky, right? Or the Tink, T-I-N-K-E. Uh-huh. So what you do is you hook it up to your iPhone. It's a smart app. You put your finger or your thumb on it like this. Yeah. It reads the blood oxygen level. It reads wow. your respiratory rate. It tests your zen. So how like at peace you are and stress. Wow. So I've done this where I wake up in the morning. I'll hook it up to the Tink. And then I'll, I'll meditate, I'll get grateful, I'll like do all the things, all the goals, the affirmations, everything that I'm setting for the day, I'll go into my morning ritual and my Zen score will be like a 90, right? Uh -huh. Out of like 99, 99 is the highest score on this thing. And then I'll test it the next day and I'll get on my email and I'll start like obsessing over things that I have to do at FitLife TV. And my Zen score is like a 32 oh my or a 40. Gosh. So how you start your day is how you start your life. Hmm. So you want to have a very powerful morning each and every morning, which is why like one of the first things we do in the transformation process is we start the, tra or the uh, morning ritual, having a very powerful morning ritual. And when you talk about habits, that's exactly what this is. Wow. You know, having a step-by-step -step ritual that you do every morning so that it, it sets you up for success.
Now, in your coaching and in your program, do you show people how to create their own ritual, or Absolutely. is it all the same? Is it different for each person? Yeah, there's there's elements that I encourage to be the yeah. same, yeah. but I always allow for them to to go off on their own and like incorporate different things. Sure, interesting. You no, know, yeah. So one of them is like get creative in the morning, like do your most creative work in the morning, like. And some guys will be interested in playing the guitar. Other people will be like writers. You know, they love to write. Um, different things like that. So it's kind of a pick. It's like a buffet of life. And now, why is being creative in the morning the first thing you do? Why is that important? Well, because I think uh, they've done studies on this, and the more creative we are, especially in the morning, our minds work more effectively throughout the day. Mm. So when coming up with ideas as an entrepreneur, when uh, trying to solve problems, like that whole other element of being creative. Is amazing. You know, Steve Jobs said that one of the most powerful classes that he ever had as a, a youngster was the the class to like code, to like go through this compute, like the coding program. And that's kind of a creative effort. Right. But it allowed him to see the world in a different lens. Sure. We subject ourselves to looking through different lenses as entrepreneurs. It's powerful in what we do. Interesting. Now, I usually play my guitar at night right before I go to bed, but I'm going to start doing it when I wake up now, I think. Just test jump out. on bed, just like jamming out. <laughs> What's that device called again? This is called a Tink. So T-I-N-K-E. Okay. It's pronounced Tink. I think the E is silent. But it's, it's pretty cool. Look at it. I'll send you over a picture of it you can put on the blog as well. Perfect. Yeah, I'll link up to that on there as well. That's pretty cool, man. Now, since we're still talking about entrepreneurship and um, – Creating good habits over on your website, drewcanoli.com. You had an article, 11 Traits of a Remarkable Entrepreneur. And there were two things that I liked that you said. One was <clears throat> entrepreneurs understand they are paid not just to work, but they are paid to be scared. Now, what does that mean? I don't know if, well, you, remember, I, I don't know if you remember writing that, but that's something you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember writing it. That website, I haven't updated in like years, so if people are looking at that, check out fitlife.tv. That's the new one. But I I love that uh, sentence because um, the quote that comes to my mind is, it's better to be a lion for a day than a sheep your entire life, right? Mm. And that relates to it because a lot of people are sheeple, right? They go off, they're in this trance, they do what everybody else tells them to do, and they never take bold, decisive action that, quite frankly, is scary as all hell, right? Yeah. So when we live in this constant state of being scared, it forces us to grow, especially as men. Like that's, women need us to be in those roles. Those very empowering, those very, you know, like the lion role, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we get paid to take action that most people don't. They, wow. they just live their whole lives wishing that they could do it. And then they get towards the end of their life and they're like, wow, you know, my life isn't fulfilled. I wish I would have done that. And I would rather be scared every single day of my life than die that man. Yeah, I feel you, man. (laughs) Preach on, preach on. (laughs) The the second point you talked about, you said uh, most people wait until they get the energy. But remarkable entrepreneurs understand that to get the energy, you must first do the work. So how does work create energy? Well, I think it's, um, it's movement. You know, anytime we move, we start to acquire the people, places, the circumstances, the things that are going to help us get to the next step. But if we just sat at the bottom of the staircase and we just watched the staircase the whole entire time, there's no way we're going to make it to the top. True. True that. So it's, it starts at the first step for sure. Interesting. Now, with FitLife TV, you've got a big goal. Now, what's 
What's this big goal uh, that you're trying to do? Well, my goal this year is to transform 10 million people. So that is helping them see the brilliance inside themselves. Okay. And then like naturally their body's going to manifest to be in the best shape that they've ever had, to have the most energy. Um, and what does that do? Well, that allows them to live lives like you and I do, yeah. you know, to where we're controlling our days and not having someone else control it or, or being a, a sheeple, you know, so Jesus. to speak, and really living an authentic life. So that's kind of my goal and hope. Um, this year, it's not really hope. It's actually going to happen. You know, let's declare that right. <laughs> as such. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's this goal. Last year, it was a million. Um, and I believe we did that. I mean, we acquired close to 300,000 Facebook fans last year um, that were all posting transformation pics and stories of transformation and all this other stuff. So that's kind of what we want to do this year uh, for Fit Life TV. And obviously, there's a and you know as an entrepreneur, I mean, every morning you wake up, you probably have ten new ideas that would be successful, but it just depends on where you put your energy. Sure. So. Now, now, besides transforming ten million people, which is an amazing goal, and congrats on the accomplishment that you're going to have at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, what else energizes you right now? Um, I, I think the whole mindset thing, you know, that you and I talk about, like, yeah, transformation is a very physical thing, but it's the whole. Um, raising of someone's consciousness it's getting them to see their world through through different lenses like like we talked about like i'm very passionate about the whole mindset thing <clears throat> coming up with a mindset book um, based on simple things that the entrepreneur or, or the person that that reads the book can do every single day to kind of change their awareness right. and it may just be one micro commitment right so we have homework at the end of every, every single one of these things and then throughout time they're like Wow, you know, my life has dramatically changed because of these small steps that I've taken to get to this right. this particular point. So you are writing a book right now. Yeah. Interesting. We're, we we got two bestsellers. One is Train Your Taste to Trim Your Waste, and then we got Juicing Recipes for Vitality and Health, which is the number one selling juicing book in the whole world right now, I think. Wow, it's number one amazing. on Amazon. That's amazing, dude. So, killing it. Congrats, man. That's amazing. Great. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest lesson from the last year that you've learned? My biggest lesson is that because I want to see everybody succeed, no matter what, and, and you know this because you're a publisher, like you have people coming to you constantly that want you to help them publish their work, right? Right. So they're coming in, they're bringing you a million and one ideas, and you probably don't do this, but I do this. I think every idea is awesome, right? right? It depends on, <laughs> I'm very optimistic. So sometimes as an entrepreneur, I take on more projects than um, what I probably should be doing. I say yes to everything. Yeah, it's tough. And that, yeah, that may not be the best way to approach it. Mm -hmm. it uh, it's gotten me this far, so it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah. But I'm definitely working on putting more energy into the things that I know will come out better as opposed to, to blanket energy and the whole thing. So you're listening to your own advice and creating better habits for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I'm about to finish my last sip of green juice, I wanted to ask you one final question before we let you go. And uh, the question is, what's your definition of greatness and how can someone become great? That's a great question. I love it. Um, I think my definition of greatness is, and we've touched base on it a couple times here yeah. in, this, in this conversation, is it's living an authentic life the best way that you know how to do it. It's your own path. It's your life. 
So you should live it on your own terms. And when somebody does that and they get happiness out of it, then that's a great life. And that's my definition of greatness. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you wake up and you spring out of bed excited to do it, excited to, to take yeah. on the world and whatever your world looks like, that's great. Awesome. And I love it. Where can people, where should people be going to follow everything that you're talking about online? Well, fitlife.tv is the website. Okay. And if they want to get into the juicing thing like you're doing, I mean, I know you're rocking it out. Yeah. Um, they can go to facebook.com forward slash vegetable juicing. Or if they just search juicing vegetables, it'll be like the first one to pop up on Facebook. And this is one of the most, I encourage everyone to go check this out because this is one of the most engaged Facebook fan pages I've ever seen. People, the comments, it's like unbelievable. I think you have, how many fans do you have? Like 300 something thousand, right? Or four? We, we should have 400,000 at the end of the week. Okay. That's the goal. And you've got like 400,000 people talking about it at the same time. It's like the most amazing ratio I've ever seen. So uh, definitely check out fitlife.tv and uh, was it vegetable juicing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegetable okay. juicing forward okay. slash vegetable juicing or juicing vegetables. They can go there. Awesome. Any, and, any, uh, any, any final words about anything you want to say before we let you go? Um, it, I'm, I'm excited for the person listening to this because right now <laughs> and always, you know, every podcast that I ever listened to and I know you're the same way is you and I like take down notes yep. and then you and I make a decision to implement at least one thing. Yeah. And that's, what's going to push this person. So decide to do one thing today and just take <laughs> massive action. And that's all there is. So, and I appreciate you for being a stand and in greatness. I mean, what a, a badass name of a show, you know, School of Greatness. This is so cool that you had me on and uh, much respect to you, my man. I know you're doing big things and I know we're going to be working together in the future. I can just feel it. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to continue the relationship and keep it going. So uh, with that, brother, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Tell you what, every time I have a new guest on, I learn something new and I just get more excited and inspired myself. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Drew and make sure to go ahead and check out his site, fitlife.tv, as he's got some amazing resources on there for you to check out. Uh, I am pumped. We've got some amazing guests coming in the next few weeks, so stay tuned. Please head over to the blog at schoolofgreatness.com. Leave a comment if you enjoyed this episode and also leave us a five-star review over on iTunes. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate your feedback. You're the reason I'm doing this and I'm going to keep doing it. So with that, everyone, hope you have a fantastic day and make it great. Let's go.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.